when you're doing the right things with money, it doesn't look very sexy. Like, it doesn't look fun to people outside of what you're doing. No. But the amount of peace that it gives you is completely unmatched. Welcome to the Frugal Fit Mom podcast. Today we are tackling another family's personal budget. They are, of course, anonymous. This one was submitted via my website. Okay. Frugalfitmom.com. So if you're interested in submitting your budget for us to review and give some tips. We would love to get it. We would love to get it. So Dave and I have been married for 20 years. We've done our own debt-free journey. We have lived very, very tight on a very low income and have some, I'd say real life examples, experiences that we can share with people who are looking to make financial advances in their personal budget. Absolutely. Before we kick it off, I do want to say that everyone's finances are personal. Everybody has different goals. You know what I love about what we do? Hmm. Is we take the personal out of it. Oh, okay. By submitting it here, you kind of remove yourself from the equation and let's just look at numbers and situations that we're being like really high level. Oh, you're saying take the emotion out of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not the, not the person because people's goals are different, but the emotion. Yeah. Out. Okay. That's, yes. how, that's how we make it less personal. Okay, I, I get it. See what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I am smelling what do, you're cooking. Do you? It took me a minute, but we got there. <laughs> Let's lay out this family because I think this is a unique situation. This is a family of eight. It is a married couple with five children ages 11 and higher. We've got a lot of teenagers here. The mother-in-law lives with them as well. Let me also add that they had 15 years of struggle which you will not see on this board today. To get to this point. To get to this point. Sure. A lot of work, a lot of years of paying off debt, pushing the career to make the income higher, pushing retirement savings, many, many years of struggle to arrive at this moment. Okay. So I think that's really important to say because it's easy to look at someone where they are now and miss all the work that went into getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really want to know how the sausage was made. <laughs> <laughs> now, this budget was submitted specifically to me because three of these five children are special needs. Okay. The mom has worked part-time off and on. She wants to give that up and come home full-time to take care of the family. Is her income part of this? No. Okay. Gotcha. That's helpful. Okay. I just took it out completely. Okay. I did not put her income in here at all because I think that is a worthy goal and they have worked very, very hard. And so now she, she really has the freedom to take care of her family without worrying about money quite so much. Sure. Okay. And I really love that. Yeah, so love it. for them specifically, their goals are college for the children because they have several older teenagers. Now it is very, very close and retirement. They also have a few follow-up questions that I would love to talk about because these aren't things that we tackle a lot of the time. Okay. So before we kick it off, before we go there, let's just go over their budget really quick and yep. see if we see any red flags. I got an idea. Let's start high level first. High level first. So the bottom lines are $8,000 in income. Take home. This that's is, take home. That's take home. This is after heavy retirement savings. This is after health insurance. This is after funding an HSA. They're killing it. Wow. Yes. Yeah, they're doing really well. They worked really hard to get here, so they deserve it. Yeah. Okay. So $8,000 a month in take home. Yes. Their expenses are 58, almost 59. Yes, 5,900 a month. 5,900 a month. Yes. So we really only have just over $2,000 of 
wiggle up. Not even. Um, I have I have seventeen hundred dollars as a buffer. Right, and we haven't even looked at the loans yet. So, other high level is they've got a twenty six thousand dollar loan, and I put the mortgage up here, although it's already calculated into their monthly expenses. Yes. But I just wanted to know what the absolute debts are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the bottom lines. $8,000 of income, $5,900 a month in spending. Yep. That leaves them $7,000, $1,700 to do other stuff with. Yeah, so something that they did mention is with five children, some special needs, maybe some medical bills, they just had to replace a dishwasher. This $1,700 goes away very quickly. Did you get that $1,700 after taking out the $400? Gotcha, okay. Because in their monthly expenses, we didn't actually put in... I didn't put the loan the over there, over here. But the loan is another part of the monthly expenses, so it actually brings that up a little higher. Yes. Gotcha. Correct. Are you good? I'm on the same page. Okay. It good. took me a while to get there. <laughs> okay, just going over the income real quick. Uh, because their goals are college and retirement and possibly this HELOC, which is what this loan is. What is a HELOC? That's a home equity loan. Oh. to do home improvement. So they they bought a smaller house and added a room. Gotcha. Okay, so it's $26,000 at 7% interest, which I don't love. Husband and wife are disagreeing on when to pay that off. So we'll address that in a second. But right now their mortgage is $1,700 a month, but they pay $1,900 a month for an extra $200. I say we stop that today. You don't pay extra on your mortgage when you have other debt. Yes. We're a little out of order here. Yes, so, especially because the debt's yeah, higher percentage. Exactly, the debt is higher in a percentage and the top three goals is not mortgage. Top three goals are college, retirement, HELOC. Yes. Right, so we need to stop the 200. So you put your money where your priorities are. Correct, so we're stopping on the mortgage and we're bringing it back down to 17. And in today's interest market, mm -hmm. you don't need to pay off the mortgage right away at 3%. No, you do not. The 7% is costing you over double in interest. Exactly. Okay, I want to talk about their two main goals, college and retirement. First of all, these are out of order. Really? Retirement comes first. Why? Say more. Because there are a vast list of creative ways to pay for college. There's way less of those to pay for retirement. Oh. Okay? You have an 18-year-old go to college. I don't even love student loans as a concept, but if they do student loans and they're conservative in that, the kid graduates at 22 and starts paying them off and they've got time, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. You retire at 65 and you didn't prioritize that, there's no one bailing you out. Yeah. So I think retirement is first. So let's talk about their retirement. They do invest right now. Here's how they do it. One of the suggestions is to save 15% of your income into retirement, okay? So far, he has $660 a month taken out of his paycheck before it comes home for his 401k at work. This is also matched by his company. Okay. I'm gonna ignore the match, that's gravy. 401k, he's doing how much? 660. Okay. A month. Gotcha. Okay, which is fabulous. Excellent work, especially getting the employee match. Okay, currently not utilizing IRAs, Roth or traditional, neither, okay? However, they are putting in $900 a month into an HSA, which is an excellent tax-sheltered account. So I'm loving that. Okay. So how much is this, what percentage is this? Do we know? Low. Because what can they, can they go up to 20% per year? They can, it's a dollar amount. It's a dollar amount. Yes, so for 20,000. 20, 
They just raised it for 2023. Yeah. I will verify that right now. Okay, the 2023 401k contribution limit is $22,500. He needs to be doing that. That is before the employer match. Right. Employer match is gravy. This is what you can put in. You can put in $22,000 a year. $22,500. So what's that a month? That is $1,875 a month. Which, and at his income? So he could double or triple this. He could easily. I would double that. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I would fully fund that. It, it makes no sense to not fully fund that. You get tax savings on either end, yeah. however you're doing it. I mean, for me, I would just load that sucker up. But maybe that's too big. What's great about a 401k is you can adjust it every month. You can take it up one month, you can take it back down. At least that's how yours is. Yep. Um, it's very easy to do online. So right now, let's just double, not quite double, let's take it to 1200 is what he's putting in plus his match, okay? So that might bring down his monthly take home to, you think it's come down by about $500 a month? Yeah, about 500. So it'd be 7,500 take home now. Yeah. Okay. Which we're not taking away from his money. We are actually lowering his tax burden, honestly. Yeah. So his taxes are going to look better and we're providing for one of their major goals, which is retirement. So we've done great things here. Now, if you want to talk about all of the ways that you could do this, if you wanted to go heavy into retirement, here's how you could do it. You could fully fund the 401k at the full 1800 a month. Yeah. You could, you could totally do that. You also get the employer match, which is delicious on top of that. Mm -hmm. They're already doing an HSA. Great. Keep it. But you can also do an IRA for him and her, right. which is another $13,000 of tax sheltered money in a retirement account a year. Per year. I would like the goal to be to get there. So what would that be a month? A about, lot. About $1,000 a month? Oh, for the IRA for the Roth? is a thousand a month. Because right now we already brought down the buffer to twelve hundred. Yep, we did. But it's another option if you wanted to go balls to the walls and just go crazy on retirement. You don't like that phrase? <laughs> you want to go hog wild. Thank you. On the retirement. Yeah. The, that's what you could do. You could. You could. Okay. The only issue I see with that is we also have a goal to get rid of this loan. Correct. So we're cutting into the amount we can put down on this every month. Right. So that is something to bring up mm -hmm. and something to consider before we push the retirement so high. I'm just trying to give options as to what you could do, Yeah. what I would do if it were me. I think doubling the 401k first is a no brainer. Yes. How, do we know how old this couple is? I'm they're, assuming they're in their forties. Uh, they're in their late thirties, 38, both of them. Okay. So they've got time. Yeah. Okay. You've got time is on your side here but I also wouldn't put it off. So if you want to know what we do, we do 401k. We fully load Dave's 401k. He gets a very small match, not as good as this one. We also fund an IRA for him and I. Yeah. That would be me, <laughs> me and him. I gotta get the right grammar. We also fully fund that. We don't have access to an HSA. Right. So we can't do that one, which is unfortunate because that's another great one to do. And then we also do just brokerage accounts, which are not tax sheltered. Right. So they're technically not retirement accounts, but they're investing. Okay. So we kind of hit retirement. I think the retirement's got to be up here first, but 
they didn't put it in their goals, but like this has got to be. So yeah, let's talk about this. Don't so, you think the loan's got to be one of the first things they got to be working on? This is what they disagree on. So this is an outsider's perspective on a family disagreement. If I have it right, he is thinking it is non-mortgage debt, therefore goes in baby step two via Dave Ramsey's financial baby steps, total money makeover. Okay. okay. She's saying it was for the house, therefore it's mortgage debt. So it's baby step six. If you're going to go straight up Dave Ramsey, it's baby step two. Yeah. Because it's less than half of the mortgage. You can pay it off within a year, 18 months and continue on your way. Based on what he's saying, like Dave Ramsey's tips, that's a baby step two, which means go nuts. Yeah. Pay, pay that off. Pay it off. Pay it off. Because it's just costing you money. The 7% is costing you money every month. Yeah, even at, if they put $1,000 a month on here, this is still 26 months. That still takes two years, and I hate that. I do, too. So I might, I mean, I might take the full, what, 2000 extra a month and knock it out in one year and then be done with it. I'm, I think I'm with you. Yeah. I want to get that gone as quick as I can. Yeah, so just as a reminder, that's the 26000 HELOC loan at $400 a month. Okay, so let's say this is paid off and now we're, we get to add $400 back to the budget. And I love that. Mm -hmm. So let's add 400 back to our buffer right here. So our buffer- Puts us back at 16. Puts us back at $1,600 a month and we are already putting more into the 401k, so yay. Okay, so what we've done is we prioritized retirement first. Yes. We, didn't, we could triple it, we only, did, we only doubled it. Mm -hmm. And then we prioritized the loan. Yes. The HELOC loan. Correct. So now that's paid off. Now we're just down to a mortgage as the debt. We're already working on retirement. Let's move to college. Okay. Five kids. That's a lot of college. That's a lot of college. I want to re-emphasize what we've discussed in the past as far as options for college. Yeah. And how to make it more expensive. Not expensive. <laughs> more affordable. affordable and less scary. Yeah. So obviously the number one decision on cost is college choice. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. There's private colleges and community colleges that are all way less. Community colleges, online colleges, trade schools. Yeah. Trade schools is what, a year? Mm-hmm. It's a couple thousand dollars for a year and you can get out there and start working right away. I know plumbers and electricians that make more than doctors. Like, I'm not kidding. Think outside your stereotypes that you've been raised with. As a teacher, I have to say, just think about each one of your kids. They don't all have to be cookie cutter college kids. They may have a very specific skill set or interest set that lends itself to something other than the traditional college degree. Right, exactly. For the record, we're pro-education. If you can do it, I think college is an amazing choice. I'm also here to tell you that college in the traditional sense is not for everyone and that you can absolutely have a stellar career with no college at all. And I know people with no college at all that have actually improved their education on their own better than some people that go to college. Yes, very true. They're so, readers, they're just students of life and business and they do great on their own. Exactly, they're just lifelong learners. I wanna point out yeah, that if you get the loan paid off and you increase your buffer here, you actually, as your kids get closer to college, put yourself in a better place that if they needed a couple hundred dollars a month for college or other things, you're in a better place 
Because I assume with kids 11 and up, they've got kids going into college. Like in a year. Any year. Mm -hmm. Like in a year or two, three, they could have two to three kids in college. Yes. Yes. Yikes. Let's also talk about the fact that kids can work. Kids can work and save their own money for college. I'm gonna give you an example. There's a family down the street. This family has seven children, okay? Every single one of their kids starts working at Burger King when they're 15. Yeah. And because they've worked at Burger King for so long during high school, not only do they make the money, they earn scholarships yeah. via Burger King. There's another family down the street. McDonald's does the same thing. Yeah. You work at McDonald's for so many hours during high school, they give you thousands of dollars in scholarships to go to college. You just have to ask. As a college professor, I can tell you how many kids go to school on mom and dad's dime and then basically go to the first day of class and don't go again because uh -huh. they have no skin in the game. Mm -hmm. I love this idea because it gives the kids skin in the game. It get, makes them responsible and accountable and they put their own money, like they just do better in school. You are so right. I have. I mean, we live in a college town. Dave works at a university. I'm, I'm at the university. I've seen it as well. The kids that yeah. go and they just like mess around and don't do anything. Well, there's some kids <laughs> that take grants and yep. scholarships yep. and they'll only go to the first couple weeks of school. And then quit. And then they quit and they just take that money and they are left with the debt, but they think they've got a lot of money at the time. Yeah, they sure do. I mean, it's a really sad state of affairs. I've seen it happen time and time again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the kids can work before, they can work during, we did, Yep. and then you can get scholarships for literally anything. You read a book and write an essay, you go to a department chair, you go to an extracurricular person, a professor, what scholarships do you know of? They will help you. I talked to a college kid the other day, came into my office. He got a few little skills from his dad to like make like house maintenance skills. He got hired by a property management company to do their handyman. like handyman stuff. $25 an hour. Dude, you're not making that on campus anywhere. $25 an hour. Like, I was so proud of him. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's how he's putting himself through college. Mm -hmm. It's a controversial topic because I know some parents feel like that's their responsibility to provide college for their children. And if you want to do that and you can do that, I have no issues. I'm not going to tell you that's a bad idea. That's not how we're handling it. It's not, you, how, it's not how our parents handled it. It's not how our parents handled it. Um, if you don't want to pay a dime for your kid's college because you can't, or you feel like it's important for them to do it themselves or be creative, that's good too. Every kid is different. Every family is different. So whatever you choose to do, I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay and it will work out. So for this family in particular, I would say you don't have to provide the entirety of it because that's right. a lot of responsibility and they they already do save 700 a month for their kids college i was gonna say they're saving 700 a month already already that's I, I would imagine that college fund i don't know how long they've been doing that but they could have ten thousand dollars in there already Mm-hmm. i mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't take long it's seven i mean no it's seven hundred dollars a month it wouldn't now what's really interesting to me about this budget compared to others that we've done is you didn't touch the food budget yet. Wow. No, I have not touched the food budget yet. <laughs> let's go there next, shall we? Next, Dave would like to talk about the individual expenses, so let's do that. Electric, $292, fine. Water, $95. Internet, $95, fine. Cell phones, $200 for six lines. That's about 33 a line. 
I don't hate it. I don't hate that one either. <laughs> I, mean, any, I mean, I hate it, but I don't hate it. If there's something I hate about it, it's like, how many of your kids have cell phones? We do. We do ours differently. I will go there. Not everybody does it the way we did. Most, almost no one does it the way we do it. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Subscriptions is 121. That's a lot of subscriptions. I think she gave me a list. Hulu, Amazon, Apple, Spotify. What are you gonna, what are you gonna say? Well, what I'm gonna say is uh, extra $100 a month. Okay, yeah, extra $100 a month thrown onto the loan Listen, if you cut if, the subscriptions. If, if we can find two to $300 a month at least here, okay. maybe $500 a month, that starts paying this down faster. You're right, you, you make a good point here. Subscriptions, listen, I like subscriptions too. I have them myself. But do you need Spotify and Apple and Amazon? That's the question on the table. Yeah, I'm a no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless it's for your business. But then okay. it would be a different kind of expense. Right, you're, you're right about that. Okay, I have $200 a month for kids. This is allowance, field trips, school lunches, things like that. With five children, and they're actually doing allowance, it doesn't feel crazy. Nope, that's not crazy. At, to me, at all. And you're teaching your kids how to handle money. There's a priorities there. I like that, yeah. The next one down is kids' activities at $300. With five kids, that feels pretty reasonable to me. Yeah. And they're all, they're all older. Like, if they were five, maybe I would be arguing some of that. But at the ages there are, I think those are good ages to do activities. Yeah. So I have no problem with that either. Agreed. Are they paying a lawn service? I think they're paying a lawn service. This is probably just like chemicals. This isn't even getting your lawn cut. No, uh, lawn is $45. That's most likely like weed and feed, yeah. aerating once a year, something like that, right? It's pretty basic. Very basic. Uh, gas is $400. That seems... That seems very high. Hold up. When you've got this many people in the house though... <laughs> I feel like gas at $400 is probably an actual... That's probably what they actually spent because it's so high because he works from home. So he has no commute for his job. Okay. Okay. She says that she only drives on the weekend and it's within a five mile radius of their house. Okay. So what the heck? Why is this so high? Because at $400 a month, that sounds like a once a week fill up on a commuter and then a twice a month fill up on a minivan. Yeah. For running errands. Yeah. And if he's not commuting and she's not driving every day, I feel like... That's pretty high. That's high. I, I don't think we have the full story on where they're spending gas. This could be kids driving to and from school. Maybe. To jobs. Maybe the kids have jobs. She didn't say anything about the kids having jobs. I will tell you that we told our teenagers that because gas is so expensive, they ride the bus. Yeah. Because the bus is free. It comes right to our house. And I was like... Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it's, it's too expensive to drive every day just so you don't have to ride the bus. I would strongly consider your gas budget here. Even if you could cut $100 out of that, mm -hmm. I'm still looking at how can I throw $100 more at my loan. Yeah, based on the information I got, this gas feels high to me. Okay. I'll skip food. <laughs> really? I'm coming back to We're it. We're coming back to it. Sinking funds is travel and Christmas at okay. $400 a month. That does not seem extravagant. It does if you are not used to that. 
When you've got this many people in your yes. family? I think it's important to reiterate that there are eight people in their household. If that was just Christmas, well, that's an extravagant Christmas. We save quite a bit for travel every month. Yeah. Because it costs so much to travel with that many people. Listen, this could be driving to a national park for a week. So this is like not even, this is about, what, almost $5,000 a year? That's $5,000 a year. That's not even a Disney trip, guys. No. Like, that's that's minimal for a family of this size. You're not taking your whole family on a cruise. No. With that kind of money. No, you are not. This is probably, I think, probably about right. Yes, I think so, too. Car insurance looks fine. Life insurance looks fine. And then we already talked about college savings. Let's jump back up to food. Yes, let's. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. They're going to rename me the frugal food mom <laughs> <laughs> because I always hammer down on the $1,200, sweetie, a month. Okay, but hold on a second. Okay. Okay. I want to tell you a few things. Okay. I only jump on the grocery budget if people are complaining that they can't afford things and spending money on luxuries. Okay. Okay. Listen, I have no problem with food luxuries in your budget, if it makes sense. Okay. He makes a fabulous income. He worked hard to get there. All their bills are covered. They don't even have car payments. She got a new car last year and they don't even have car payments. That is pretty remarkable. Okay, that's remarkable. They have eight people in their family and they're pretty much all adults. Yeah. Okay, we're talking four teenagers. Eating a lot of food. Three adults and an 11 year old. Listen, my <laughs> 11 year old can eat. Just as much as me. <laughs> yeah, just as much as you. He's a big kid. He's gonna be a big kid. I have a 16 year old son. Every day I look at him, he looks two inches taller. <laughs> Every single day. I looked at his jeans today and I was like, oh no. Are you put you put on some old jeans. Well, when I say old, they're probably six months old. They're probably six months old. And I was like, those are too small. Oh my gosh. All his shirts are like riding up on his belly. He is visibly growing every day. Yeah. Okay. The kid eats a ton. So your point is, Food is really only one of the things that we cut when we have to. It's all about priorities. It is about priorities. What I'll say is yes, I could probably cut this food budget to it's 1200 for eight people. You could probably take it down to a thousand for eight people. Will you have less vegetables? Will you have less soda, less ice cream, less chips? Yes. Are you eating organically for 1200? Maybe we cut out some of the organic stuff and save some bucks if that's a priority. Sure. If organic is a priority, then you don't and they can afford to make that choice listen i'm not them and i can't make this call but since we're doing this activity if i had to don't you think you could get this down to eight or nine hundred dollars a month oh i could yeah okay so then but, we get three but, to four hundred dollars more a month to throw that's very true you could knock out this loan way quicker but some people would rather eat the way they eat i know i am unique in the way that i tackle a food budget I understand that most people don't do that. I, I get it. But if I followed people around a grocery store, <laughs> I guarantee they would save money on their grocery bill because I know they're putting in ice cream and what, $15 a pound steak? And all sorts, of other, all sorts of other prepackaged foods. All sorts of other things. That are neither good for you nor your budget. Right. If you're eating super clean and this is what it costs to feed eight people super clean, and it fits. Listen, this fits in their budget. It does. I have nothing to say. You've taught me so much. <laughs> and <laughs> seriously, I worry about, like, I just, 
I hate the feeling of the loan. Oh, I know you do. It's just this weight. Even though it's only $400 a month, could you imagine what you could do when you get $400 a month back in your pocket? Okay, so let's play this game for a second, okay? Since you make some good points. Let's say we don't touch retirement, we leave it where it is. Their buffer is $1,700 a month, okay? That's their buffer. Let's say we cut their gas budget by $100 a month. Now our buffer is $1,800. We cut the food budget to $800 a month. For eight people, I just wanna say that that's pretty tight. Yeah. Okay? Could I do it? Probably. But I have a weird skill, okay? <laughs> I may not be good at much, but that I can do. Let's say we cut food to 800. Our buffer is now $2,200. And now I take that whole $2,200. You know what, let's go even crazier. I cut college savings. I had the same thought. Okay, now I have $2,900 a month mm -hmm. to throw at this loan. How long does it take for that loan to go away? Nine months. That is nine months. Nine Could months. you do that for nine months and knock out this loan in nine months? I'm feeling like, yeah, you could. You knock it out in nine months. You're pretty much debt free except for the mortgage. Yep. And you have all that money back in your pocket to start then going back to college. And you start and putting all, it back. And you look at all the other priorities and reassess. Like if it were me, that's what I would do. I would knock that puppy out in nine months and be done with it. And then I would bump up the college and then I would, I'd still reevaluate the gas budget because I feel like that's high. I'd add some more food back in there. Then I'd really push the retirement. I think that's super doable. I want to talk about some of their specific questions. Okay, let's, let's Okay, what should an emergency fund actually be? They have $10,000 saved in their standard bank. It's in a savings account instead of their checking account, but they could transfer that puppy over in five seconds. Okay. Is that enough? Do you think that's enough? Should they keep it there or somewhere else? Okay, well, let's look at this. Their monthly expenses are, if you don't include college, Right, it's about five thousand dollars a month. Oh yeah, if you take college out, yeah, five thousand. So they've got to be able to survive on five thousand dollars a month. So with ten grand, that is two months, two months only. I'm a big fan of the six month expense rule, which would make that thirty. Now, obviously, in a real emergency situation, quite a few of these things could be cut back. Yes. If you lost a job or something Absolutely. like that. But I'm just pointing out. Would you say thirty thousand? Thirty. I think twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars is realistic. I keep twenty-five. Yeah. I actually keep it in a savings and a different bank, so it takes two days to transfer over. It's not instant, but I don't do that for a high yield savings rate reason. I think that's irrelevant. This is about security if something happens. If they were starting from scratch, mm -hmm. I would say a thousand. Mm -hmm. Then I would say your next goal is ten. I'd say one month of expenses next. Oh, one month of expenses. Mm -hmm. Good. Then maybe two months. And then three months, and then six months. There you okay. go. Those are your that's, goals. That's, so I think 10,000 is awesome. Yeah. But I'd, I'd like to push that up to four, five, six months for me. I don't think it matters where you keep it. I wouldn't worry about the high yield yeah. stuff. This is insurance, right? If anything happens at all, the last thing you want to worry about is money. Yeah. One of the questions is specifically about retirement savings in whose name? Okay. Okay, because the majority of it is sitting in his 401k in his name. They are married. All of their accounts are joint. Okay. Like they're joint everything. All their money is together. But now as she's moving into a complete stay-at-home mom, 
this is kind of an adjustment. <laughs> can, can I be perfectly honest? Yeah, say it. I don't even know how ours is set up. <laughs> the point is, because we're married, it's irrelevant. Yeah. I am the 100% beneficiary on your 401k. Okay. Okay? I have an IRA and you have an IRA. You are the beneficiary on mine and I am the beneficiary on yours. Oh, okay. It's, it literally doesn't matter. I appreciate you being nice like that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and because we're married, like if you died, I get it all. Okay. If I die, you get it all. If we get divorced, it gets split down the middle. Okay. Okay, just legally. And that would be the same in their case also. If that makes you uncomfortable, you can, of course, add in an IRA for you. So you have something in your name as well. But when you do a one income stay at home parent situation, there is a high level of trust there on both sides. Yeah. Right? The fact that you're not gonna have a midlife crisis and pierce your ear and buy a motorcycle? Buy a motorcycle and take off. Right. Or that I'm not going to mismanage what you work hard for so I can have the luxury, let's call it what it is, the luxury of staying home right. and managing the house because it is that. Yes. It is a privilege to be able to do that. So there's a high level of respect okay. from both sides there that I think is important to agree on. This is a huge teamwork thing. You both have very different jobs. Her job is going to be to take care of the special needs kids, to manage the household, to manage the money appropriately right as it is his job to bring in the bulk of the money absolutely it takes teamwork mm -hmm. for sure to make that dream work absolutely and if they're already doing joint checking accounts i don't see where that's an issue they've been married for 20 years yeah like you're all you're all in you're all in there's no plan b this is the plan right so i don't see an issue with that i have it has never bothered me that you had a 401k in your name no. Because I can't get it if I want to. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> but is it though? I really had no idea. Oh, you didn't? I, I think I knew that you were the beneficiary on mine. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if any of it was going to me. I, I just assumed if I retire, it goes to me. Well, yes, yes. Like a check will be made out to your name. Right. But if I die, it's all yours. Yes. I knew that. Yes. Ditto the life insurance. Yes, I didn't know that too. Right. Their oldest is 16. They have five kids in between 16 and 11. <gasps> Remember the five kids under five? Whoa! <laughs> okay. So their oldest is in college in two years. Uh-huh. Yeah, their oldest is in college in two years. They've got time. Well, that's my whole point, is if you get this all done, if you get this whole mortgage loan, sorry, this whole loan paid off in two years, you're debt-free except for the house before your kids go off to college. I am a big fan of kids working. Yeah. My kids act differently when they bring home their own money and they use their own money to like pay for a dance, to go to a movie, to pay for, what did our kids just pay for? Our boys wanted to go to open gym last night and I was like, it's $6. And I was like, do you need some money? And they're like, no, no, I've got my own money. Like they have this sense of pride that is really, really hard to recreate in a different way. Yeah, I love it. As we're kind of finishing up, yeah, I want to point out this 401k, mm -hmm. They're young. If they're under 40, yep. if they were to start throwing, if they had everything else in line and this was $1,800 a month and it was being matched, I don't know how much their match is, right? I assume that there's a max out at a yeah, certain percentage. There is. They get 20 years of putting that kind of money in their retirement. Mm -hmm. They're going to have 
a nice retirement. Getting that retirement set up as early as you can, 30, 35, whatever it is, 25. I just love having that kind of money yeah. for retirement. Yep. I just don't feel like you can ever save too much. Right. Who, who at retirement's like, oh, there's just too much money there. Like, <laughs> nobody says that, ever. That's been the nice thing for us. I really have liked thinking about what am I really going to do and start creating my life kind of just in vision for now, what it's going to be like when I retire and how much money is that going to take? So one of our questions is what if there is some kind of marriage catastrophe, then what? Okay. Okay. So let's do the obvious. He passes uh, at a quite a young age. Okay. Okay. Because there's life insurance and she's a beneficiary on, on everything, there should be enough life insurance that you can pay all your loans and live for 10 years without worrying about anything. Yeah. Okay. That's the goal. So if you don't have that amount of life insurance, go look at that right now. So we have some family members that set it up. So if he dies, she gets a huge lump sum that would be invested and then her monthly income will be what it is now for the rest of her life. So hers is very high. Right. Let's do another one, which I have also seen health-wise something happens to him and he can no longer work. Okay. Okay, because that happens. He's a high income earner. I hope he has disability. Seriously. Insurance at his job. When my mom had cancer and had to quit, she had disability, long-term disability, and she was paid 75% of her income for like two years. Okay. Okay, so that's, that can be really, really beneficial. I mean, what if there's cancer? What if there's a car wreck? What, like, we don't know. Yeah. We, you just don't know. I also think it's important for her to have some skills. For sure. Some marketable skills in something. Let's say you get in a car accident and you are now bed bound and I have to support the family. Well, I don't get life insurance for that, right? So I, I have to be the income, which sucks. And I don't like talking about it or thinking about it, but this is the reality of something. I don't even like talking about it like this. <laughs> But you have to be realistic. Yeah. Like, do I have skills to where I could go get a job? Do I Have I networked to enough people that I could be like, hey, I need a job, so-and-so, do you know someone? Even the networking, like, do you know people outside of your family, in your community, that you could reach out to, to do something? This is this matters. Mm-hmm. It's weird to talk about. What is she doing now? Did she say she had a job now? She was working part-time. She didn't say what it was. Okay. But she really wanted to take care of the kids as they're teenagers. And I get that. Teenagers require a lot, a lot more than I thought. Mm -hmm. I never go to bed on time. <laughs> so do we need to talk about the other option, which is... The marriage crumbles for whatever divorce? reason. Divorce? Yeah, divorce for whatever reason. There could be lots of reasons. So in a divorce, things just get split. Things, everything gets split down the middle. For the most part. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously there's some nuances there, but... Right, right. Most likely she would have custody of the kids. Right. And he may have to pay alimony. What about the life insurance? No, no one died. No one dies. So she doesn't have that backup. Nope. This is where you need some marketable skills. Yeah. And a community that you can talk to. Because there's so many kids, she might get enough child support to pay for everything. Like, no one likes talking about that. The debt gets split halfway down the middle as well. <sighs> Roughly? It does, but if both of their names are on it and one of them chooses not to pay, it's on the other person. It, it drags both of their credit score through the mud. I know that from people I know's experiences. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, this has been a lot. 
This <laughs> for one conversation. I, I don't know about them, but like even I am my head's spinning because your head's just, spinning right there's now. There's just so many numbers. Let's let's go back to one thing that she said. They met with their financial advisor and they were like, You're doing better than ninety percent of people I meet with. They're doing great. Can I just reiterate that is true. Yes. This is fabulous. Everything is under control. I don't see anything crazy here. Nothing crazy. And they're only thirty-eight. Yeah, they're, they're younger young. than me. They're, young. they're doing so well. Like, I'm really proud of this families for working so hard and getting to this point and that they are a team on her taking care of the family. That is unusual these days. Mm -hmm. And we did it. Total kudos to them. I think they're in a great spot. I think with a few small adjustments in a year or two, they're in a much better spot. Yeah. Could you imagine being, you know, have this debt and everything gone by the time you're 40? The, oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Being able to start putting in $1,800 a month in retirement at four. I mean, there's some really cool numbers when you start to look at how that accrues over the years. Here's what's interesting. When you're doing the right things with money, it doesn't look very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting blah, blah, blah percent in my 401k. That's not a flex, man. I know. You can't, you can't wear that bag on your shoulder and show everybody how well you're doing. You can't. Like, it doesn't look fun to people outside of what you're doing. No. But the amount of peace that it gives you is completely unmatched. Absolutely. Man, the peace has, since we paid off all of our debt, I don't even know if I can quantify how awesome that's been. Paying off the been, house? Yeah. What it has, like, changed my life. I mean, it was an internal flex. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, we didn't even tell that many people. We didn't hardly really tell anybody. I think I told the YouTube channel we didn't tell anybody. Do your parents know? I don't know if I even told my parents. My mom knows. We paid off the house. We, we, right? But yeah, like, we paid off our house. It really just relieved everything. Like anything crazy could happen. Well, now. And I feel like the house and our, our lifestyle for most things are taken care of. Exactly. Now, our emergency fund is much less. It doesn't have to be that big anymore. Right. Because we don't have a house payment. Our monthly expenses are actually very low. If there was a catastrophe, we don't actually have that much to pay for. So you're saying we could take the emergency fund and buy a hot tub. <sighs> That's not what the emergency fund is for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. I really enjoyed this one. This one was good. This one was super fun. So thank you for submitting this one. I hope we helped you guys out a little bit today. Hope you guys found that one entertaining, if nothing else. If definitely nothing else, yes, <laughs> that you were entertained for a little bit. So thanks for hanging out. If you want to subscribe, you can do that. Anywhere you listen to podcasts or on the video version, Frugal Fit Mom podcast YouTube channel. And if you want to submit your budget, you can do that on Instagram, Frugal Fit Mom 6, or via my website, frugalfitmom.com. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye bye.